Before we even get to the opening of this movie, we have over the titles of the production companies, sound effects from Dawn of the Dead. So it's like, even before you get to the title, a horror fan's like, ooh. You're already getting in. And, and even then, like the menu on the DVD, because I was like looking through, it's like, it's all well thought out. Yes. Everything has like a purpose. Uh, and we get the beginning of the song Ghost Town. And, you know, every song in the film as well has something to do with, you know, ghosts and zombies and mm-hmm. whatnot. And I always, when I hear Ghost Town, hear the bell ring from this, even though it's not actually in the song. But I just hear like, ding, ding. And I'm like, oh, it's the beginning of Shaun of the Dead now. Horror Movie Survival Guide is a weekly podcast where I, Gorehound Julia Marchesi, delves into my horror movie notebook to corrupt another one of my longtime chums, Terry Gamble, who is hiding in the creepy horror closet. My mission is to learn the gospel of horror movie survival and to incorporate Julia's wealth of wisdom to become a final girl disciple. Join us as we take a deep dive into everything from OG horror to newly released films, but prefer the classics on VHS. We'll talk about obscure details that no one else notices. Spin off into alternate casting universes, crush on some dodgy foxy fellows and creepy uncles, and arm ourselves with the knowledge necessary to become the the final final girl. Hello and welcome to Horror Horror Movie Movie Survival Guide. Guide. I'm I'm Julia. I'm Terry. Uh, This week we're talking about 2004's Shaun of the Dead. Oh my god. This movie has everything. (laughs) It is hilarious. It is witty. It is weird. It is a little bit gory. It is literally a dream. I'll start right there and just say that. Uh, It is. I I really think it's a perfect film. I really Mm -hmm. can. I can find nothing wrong with this film. And I I love it more than I can say. Tagline uh, for this movie, a romantic comedy with zombies. It's 100% true. It is. It's like this guy who wants to win this girl back because he's not done well. He's been kind of a ne'er-do-well. He's, she's, you know, would like him to like have some goals. He's very happy to be like where he's at. Ambitionless. He has got zero ambition. He's like, my life is fine. I got my best friend. He's cool. I love him. I got you. Do I need anything else? He's like, nah. Right. And she's like, I want more. She wants more. She wants more drive from this guy. Um, we talked the title of this episode, uh, and this whole movie is a nod to uh, Romero's Dead trilogy, of mm-hmm. course. Uh, so the title of this episode is "We're Coming to Get You, Barbara," which is uh, a nice Uttered tip of the hat beautifully in this film too. I uh, mean, the way he's worked in some of the like iconic lines in the script is so well done. As I mentioned, I have seen this film a lot, mm-hmm. and every time I watch it, I'm astounded by how almost every single line in this film means something else. Right, almost everything. The entendre, yes. like even the shots yes. where like you think you're watching somebody who's a zombie. It's like, oh, no, it's just Simon Pegg waking up again in the yeah. morning and he looks like he's going to be a zombie, but he's not. The the like action editing for yeah. making breakfast and like crazy. Everything is like a play on like on something else. It's brilliant. Uh, so this movie was made for four million dollars mm-hmm. and it made 30 million dollars. Great. Um, so I'll have to tell you my Edgar Wright, Simon Pegg story. Oh, my God. Yes. Um, so I used to be Ken Foray's person assistant and there was a year where he took me down to comic-con to be his assistant while he signed Mm -hmm. um and it was 2003 so this was pre Shaun of the dead had not come out and so uh we were at the booth and these two british guys named edgar and simon came up to the booth so into i'm sure because right away we're like 
just so you guys know, for those who don't already know this, I'm sure we talk about it a lot on the pod, but Julie and I have a big thing for dudes from Britain. We love you guys. Oh, yeah. And both Edgar and Simon are fucking adorable and handsome as fuck. We so love the I accents was, and yeah, we're in. I was already in. But they were like, And the hey. names were Simon and Edgar? Yes. Done. Uh, but they came up to Ken Frey and they're like, hey, you know, we made this movie called Shaun of the Dead and uh, the character works at 4A Electrics and it's named after you. And, you know, so they had this conversation and like, you know, exchanged information. And then asked me to take a picture of them so like i took a picture of the three of them together and then a few months later saw the trailer for shot of the dead and i was like hey your picture's that, in there that's that guy simon Pegg." <gasps> and you were like oh my god i already this knew the, know these guys yeah i was like this is the movie those guys were talking about and here it was and so i got to see shot of the dead with ken foray at one of the screenings um which was really really cool that's so there you go amazeballs my, my little story you were there before this was like exploded. Yes. Exploded. You knew them basically before they were like America famous. Sure. But, mm-hmm. but then, of course, you know, Edgar came and did all the programming at the New Beverly with, and it was, uh, you know, him and Simon are both really amazing people. So I love this movie. I love that they're both successful and mm-hmm. I will support them forever. Wonderful. Let's support them now. By On the team. About Let's talk about this amazing movie. fucking movie. So oh the, my God. The, the opening. We have Sean who looking quite blank. Uh, the first he shot looks we get like him. adult. He's just like, like total, like just yeah. goofy, goofy guy. I, uh, out of in cinema, I would say Simon Pegg has one of my very favorite faces. I love to watch him. Every face he makes, I, I love. It's, they're all full. Yeah. It's everything he has. There's something going on. It's it's great. And he's sitting there smoking in this pub. The Winchester. The Winchester. And his dear friend Ed is playing a video game. And it looks like he's like telling him to break up with his girlfriend. He's like, I don't like her, basically. He's like, he's that best friend who's like, just hang out and play video games with me and drink beer. Like, why do you need a girl? Mm-hmm. Like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I, but I kind of love her. So you get this like friendship, like this like you know they push and pull each other um but they love hanging out with each other at this pub you get that right away and you get this incredible introduction to all the characters it's just like first of all you get between what ed and sean are right away mm-hmm. then we swing around to ed, to sean and liz we get they are and then we get to swing around to david and die and you're like okay now we get they like everybody's all relationships mm-hmm. to each other as well as inter you know is all right there in the first couple of minutes it's brilliant you see the tension you get like who's really friends with who who mm-hmm. doesn't like each other and that group dynamics and in, in immediately it's wonderful uh, and basically liz is just dissatisfied just says like you know you need to do something, do something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, Sean assures her that things are going to change. He's like, things will change. I promise. Uh-huh. And then yeah. mur, 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 you're pretty sure they're not. And then we cut to this beautiful, sad people montage, like where he's like, you know, um, these, we get dancing zombies. Like, I mean, yeah. this the stuff in the background, but he's oblivious. You get how oblivious Sean is to yes, like his entire anything. world. Um, and there are some of the shops in the background, which you can't see very well, but apparently are, is Landis supermarket and also Bub's pizza, which which is the name of the zombie in Dawn of the Dead. So Aww. it's all four electrics. The the restaurant he calls is full cheese. It's like all. This is literally his love letter to zombie movies. It is. It's brilliant. Uh-huh. Uh, so we get the yawn zombie fake out and mm-hmm. we have this amazing scene with uh, Sean and Pete, who is playing. Their roommate. Uh, mm-hmm. Peter Saranifowitz, who is amazingly hilarious and about how everybody kind of just doesn't like Ed. Everybody yeah, thinks everyone Ed's kind of is a loser. over Ed because he hasn't changed since they were in university. He's like the same, like wants to just hang out at the pub every day, just drink beer and play video games. Doesn't have a job. Sells, li- sells some drugs. He's yeah, he sells some illicit drugs basically, and, and it, that's about sometimes. It's so funny that this movie because this movie, uh, this part here will be hinging on an answering machine snafu that he's missing uh, Liz's call and doesn't have a cell phone. And it's funny that in this, so this is made in two thousand four, so it's 
just just when like cell phones are really coming in. Mm-hmm. So the only people who have cell phones in this movie are the young kids and Ed, who's a drug dealer. Right. And I was like, okay, this is the time period where that's that's it. That's only it's like when beepers were around. Yeah, not you know? everybody had them. Everyone else was just like, just call my house and leave a message. Mm-hmm. We're trying to get a hold of me all the time and text me all the time. Oh. I miss those days a little bit. <laughs> so uh. we get this beautiful walk of Sean's neighborhood where he lives in London mm-hmm. in this really beautiful kind of all-in-one shot. And in the background, there's a radio, uh, which is saying, uh, the American deep space probe Omega-6 due to return to Earth this weekend unexpectedly re-entered Earth's atmosphere over southeast England. Mm-hmm. So we already know there's a little night living dead uh, nod since that was a space-related virus as well. Right. So we already know something is up. But Sean, again, oblivious and goes to work. He's not paying attention to anything. He missed the message and the message were important to you because Liz told him you need to shape up. It was their anniversary and he didn't do anything the week before. Yeah, they went to the So Winchester. they were supposed to go someplace. Yeah, not the pub that they go to every freaking day. Yeah. She wanted to go someplace nice and there's this like fish place that she wants to go to that he needs to make a reservation for but he has not heard this message and he walks and does this great walk to his shop to work. So he uh, is in charge since Mr. Sloman and Ash are out and has Which to... Which I like, thought was great. Ash was out. I was yeah. like, oh, oh Evil Dead, out. right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and I think pretty much everybody's inf- introduction to Rafe's Ball as, the, as Noel, his little like snarky uh, co-worker. Um, and we get the introduction to Bill Nye, who... If you, when you watch this film again, you guys watch Bill Nye's spin introduction because his spin is fucking hilarious. Well, he will always chew scenery no matter what he's doing, what he is in. <laughs> he is one of the most brilliant actors, I think. Him and like from like Love Actually to like freaking like the Pirates movies to like stuff like this. He's just so funny. He's and just he's so like stiff and awkward. In he's this so movie. weird. And him and 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 Sean have such just this horrible awkward chemistry where they just can't stand. They hate each other. Each other and clearly. they can't look at each other in the eye. And it's just like this like British male awkwardness. It's so choice. He's the perfect stepdad to Sean and he's like you need to like you know get flowers for your mom he also does this one running gag which I think is great you got red on you because Sean's like pen is leaked in his shirt already so he's already heard you got red on you twice yes. right now which I, is hilarious to me so as Sean is going back home from work again seeing kind of like person falling over someone running like something's weird but he can't quite figure it out everything and is it, off but he is not paying attention because he's so pissed that he needs to get flowers for his mom and he's got like and his, then his stepdad had to remind him and, and then, uh-huh. so he's walking home through this like it seemed like utter chaos like it seems to be like a traffic jam and like an ambulance and all this madness but he runs into Yvonne who was played by Jessica Hind who was his co-star in space mm-hmm. and I love they're having like this completely normal conversation in the middle of this insanity and like just not paying attention to it in no. any way shape or form just catching up and how's it going mm-hmm. and are you still with Liz and he's like yeah Liz restaurant Oh, crap. Uh, I was supposed to make that reservation. So, like, bolts home, calls mm-hmm. the restaurant, uh, and no dice. And can I make a note, too, that so far all the shitty people in the movie I've noticed have were chewing gum. Oh. That's how you, like, kind of know. Like, if you watch it again, you're like, oh, that character's going to be shitty. They're chewing gum. They're just like, mm. Interesting. And then, like, they say something shitty. You're like, oh, Sean's <laughs> not going to get along because that person's chewing gum and they're terrible. Huh. So she was one of those people, too. And he does pick up the flowers for his mom. Right. The, the, to a wonderful mom flowers. Yep. To his mom, Barbara. Uh, and mm-hmm. goes home to try to call the restaurant. Restaurant's no dice, so then doesn't know what he's going to do. And Liz yeah, calls like, right full. at that moment, and oh, what's going to happen? So Ed's like, oh, just tell her to go to Winchester, and she hangs up on him. 
Yeah, she's like, I'm not going to the Winchester. That's literally the thing I told you I don't want to do. And she realizes he didn't make a reservation in time because he didn't really care. So he didn't really change. So Mm -hmm. it's all the same. Nothing's ever going to change. So he ends up going over to her house where she's about to go out with David and die because fuck Sean. And those are her BFFs. Right. But he gives her the flowers in in a gesture, but he forgot the card. There's a card in there that says to, like, a wonderful to a wonderful mom. mom. <laughs> and she's like, these are for your mom. And he's like, yeah, 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 they are. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Actually, I don't even think he said sorry. He's just like, yeah, yeah, they're for her. Yeah, it's bad. And so she it's... hands them back to him like, dude, I don't want your mom's flowers. <laughs> yeah, she says, if I don't do something, I'm going to end up in that pub every night for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. Like those other sad fuckers drinking myself to death wondering what the hell happened. And she thinks that none of them are interesting. She thinks they're all boring. But the question that, 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 that ends it is... Sean says, what do you mean? Do something. He doesn't doesn't get get it it at all. He's like, what do you mean? Mm -hmm. Out. And his sad face in the window with the flowers is the saddest sad face that ever sad face. It's so sad. And then we get the sweet like ambrosia part. The biggest part of me, if you leave me now. <laughs> and they're back in the Winchester, of course, because what course. else are they going to do? So him, him and Ed are there. And it's like, what do you mean? There's nothing going on. All these people are interesting here. Because he they're, they're in the they're at a lock-in. So they're yeah. like after hours. Like these are like the hardcore regulars. These are, are the real alcoholics, there. which I appreciate. <laughs> I love this scene of him describing all of these people. So incredible. Right. He goes and like, basically, this is like a a perfect, like, I know it's not improv, but it feels improv, like of like, just describing like the people that are at the bar. I feel like I've done this game before, too, where you're like, you see somebody, they look really wild or interesting. You're like, this is their backstory. Yeah. Make it up for them. It's okay. So we need to play you and I when we go out, we need to play the trade game from it follows. We also need to play this game where you're like invent people's backstories. 100%. Okay. Great. Yeah. Um, so, he, every, you know, and all these people who are, who these backstories are not their backstories, you know, no, but it's, it's like, like, he's like, he's an international spy. He's actually with MI6 and he's like, you know, running away and this is his hiding. He's actually like got his double life and like uh, there's stories like that that are just full on made up, but he's just entertaining his friend, but he's trying, a good friend. He's trying so hard to like cheer his buddy up and be like, you don't need her. Like you're great. We have each other. I can't tell if Ed is a good friend or not. I really can't. Like, I love that they're best friends, but I can't tell. I mean, maybe Ed really is bad for sure. I keep saying he's like holding him back. I think he really is. Yeah, he is. But he also loves him and doesn't care. He does love him. And he does that horrible orangutan impersonation to Sean's sad face. And you're just like, man, don't stop. But he does says, you know what? Not the end of the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, this moment uh, was the moment that I was like, this movie's fucking genius is you have the White Lines zombie-grown mashup scene. Come on with that. Brilliant. Hiya, baby. I can't Hiya, baby. So the guys are drunk. They're walking home now. They're totally wicked pissed, whatever you want to say. And they're like walking home. And they've been singing, hiya, baby. Ah, uh, hiya, baby. Ah, uh, you know the song White Lines, which is a brilliant song from Great. the 80s. Grandmaster Plan. Yes, we love it. Do, 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 do. That baseline's so good. That's so good. And so they're trying to get people to sing along because if you do do that song, people are going to sing along if they know yeah. it. And if they don't, they kind of suck. And that's how they're feeling. They're like, why aren't they singing along? It's because they're zombies, dude. And they don't realize. They don't know it. they're too drunk. They're so drunk. Too they, drunk don't, to they, don't they, they don't see the girl that's chewed the guy's head off behind them. Like, no. none of it. They're so drunk, they're going to go home and start like record scratching electro at the top of the like volume. And they got a roommate, Pete, who comes downstairs. He's like, I'm tired, guys. He's so angry he is pissed but wouldn't you be yeah. if they if they came in at like three or four in the morning and we're just like playing records like and just were drunkenly loud throws his record out the window uh, tells ed to go live in a shed mm-hmm. wink um and says ed only holds you back does it make your life easier having someone around who's more of a loser than you are like, yeah Oof, and I was too like, harsh ooh, too real 
Maybe. Uh, also, Pete uh, seems to have been bitten by somebody earlier yeah, this evening. Yeah, he got robbed. He got, like, mugged. And he's like, yeah, I got mugged and I got bitten by something. You're like, oh, oh no. no. Uh, so then... Sean is finally seeing like what his life is and has this drunken and terrific drunken stumble into the kitchen where he just scrawls on the, on the little whiteboard. Yeah. He's like, okay. Uh, and it <laughs> go around mom's gizlet, get Liz back, sort life out. Yeah. I was like, that's a perfect drunken, like clarity list yes. that you're going to see in the morning. And he proceeds to fall asleep right there in the kitchen, like on a little chair like, and then on a little like, stool. Morning. Yep. We flashed a morning. All of a sudden he's waking up. And again, he does like this little walkie, like zombie little thing or whatever to wake up. again. Walk, yeah. And then walking, he's going to go back to the corner shop to get at a uh, Cornetto. And he has not paid any attention again to what is around him literally the world looks like a dumpster fire yeah there's just like dead bodies all around <laughs> but People he's so hung over he can't even and he's so miserable like mm-hmm. doesn't even see any of it there's blood on the door like in like on the glass and, like, like slips on yeah. the blood it's so good uh, and he comes back and Ed says that there's a girl in the garden so they go out and there's a girl out there who she's just stuck she just looks rough she looked like she had a worse night than they did is yeah. what it is. And they're like, ooh, she had it worse than we did. Ha, 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 ha. She's so drunk. Ha, 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 uh, ha. But starts coming for them. And so finally they have to shove her and shoves her off onto a pole where she's impaled. And right before that, those two, I left to mention this. this is so great. The editing in this movie is chef's freaking kiss all over the place but they had one of those channel flipping sequences Mm, mm -hmm. where he's flipping the channels and like literally right before they're about to say something that is massively important he's flipped the channel so it's like um maybe walker's walking to flip um they say there could be a month flip like it's like literally every time he's about to get it's wonderful because it's like great british television i was like oh my god trisha yeah which i was on when we lived in england (gasps) no yes i got recognized like out at like a bar like a club like in london they were like we saw you on Trisha and I was like oh, yes I was on Trisha that's like dream goals. so like I because I got up like in the audience and like you know was like interacting or whatever so I was like oh my god I have somebody something in common with Shaun of the Dead <laughs> I have also worked with Trisha <laughs> who's a real talk show was a real talk show host um, in Britain so she's impaled uh, mm-hmm. gets back up and keeps coming and so they then, yeah, she got a big hole in the middle of her freaking body and she's still walking they're like uh that's not that's normal. not and drunk. then a, like a huge big bald man bloody comes around the corner and so they just go back inside let's just go back inside this guy looks like the despicable me guy like but real life do you know what i mean though like he's just a big barrel of a man uh, and so, of course, all the numbers they're they're trying to call are engaged. All the emergency numbers and the TV because they says, finally realize. Yes, the TV says uh, to stay home and the, make sure that all of your doors are locked. Mm-hmm. Make sure your home is secure. And the way to kill them, they give you the rules now. They said the news says remove the head or destroy the brain. Yes. Uh, so, uh, Warren, a one-armed zombie comes in and Ed has to finally smash it over the head with an ashtray. And they do it. And it looks gnarly. And Ed's like, just into it. Yeah. So they get a basket full of all this stuff now. <laughs> this kitchen this stuff. This kitchen stuff. And they're like, we're going to throw it out at these guys because these zombies are still in the yard, the, the big guy and the impaled girl. And they're trying to get through the house because they've broken through one of the windows now. So the house is no longer secure. So like, we got to kill them. They're in our yard. We got to destroy them. So there's, they're trying to throw things. And this is where just the comedy part. Yeah. I die. They get these records <laughs> as well. Once they go through the basket of stuff real Sean quickly. But there's Sean record collection. So he doesn't want anything to be thrown. Yeah. So he was like, no, 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 wait. <laughs> 
Not that one. Not that one. Oh, okay. You can throw that one. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, that's Liz's. He's like, and Ed's like, yeah, who cares? Like, yeah. let's throw Liz's records. <laughs> uh, so, but then they finally realize this is not working. So they bust into the shed where they come out with a, a cricket bat and a shovel. And these are the instruments. Real they got. tools. And just smash the heads in badly like there's just so much uh-huh. blood splitting up splatter 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 and then they get back in the house and they're just sitting there like oh my god i can't believe we just did this and, and then so, ed's like so you got red on you got red on you and like simon Pegg is just shell-shocked sitting there with his cup and it's just eating his cornetto like nothing like i just like oh we had to kill zombies today it's cool and now i got because he's been playing like video games i feel like it it feels like similar to him for that like he's like oh yeah you do what you got to do you get in the game so then they hear on the television uh if someone has been bitten Mm -hmm. isolate them immediately and they go ah yes Pete. pete he got bitten so i was like oh no pete's definitely a zombie now definitely a zombie and they go upstairs. Uh, so then Barbara calls. Yeah. And it's like, oh, yeah, everything's fine. Um, but but um, Philip, your stepdad is not feeling well. He's he's not, he's a little under the weather. And they find out he's been bitten. And Sean's already hates the dude. So he's like, oh, now I got to go kill the dude. Yeah. Because he's a zombie and I don't want him to kill my mom. Right. So. So we're coming to get you, Barbara. Yeah, we're coming to get you, Barbara. Uh, and they see, they, they do see Pete upstairs zombie in the shower, uh, mm-hmm. before they go. So they take his car and trying to figure out where to go. Ed says he wants to go somewhere safe, familiar, knows where the exits are and he can smoke. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the Winchester. Well, uh, that uh, the world is in Winchester to Ed. That's all it is. He's like, I want to be there. It's like my, it's his happy place. It's his safe place. It's his cheers. It's I a, get it. It's a terrible plan. And I think Sean kind of knows it's a terrible plan, but... But what else are you going to do? Yeah, what else And are where gonna... else are you going to go when the world is ending? It's like, you kind of just pick the place that you don't mind dying. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's not a bad way to put it. Because it's like, if these things are coming for you as fast as they are, and they're turning this fast, you don't really have a lot of options. Yeah. Like, where are you uh, going to go? So... Uh, but they do uh, mention th- that we're not saying the Z word, because the Z word is ridiculous. So... Th- yeah, Sean doesn't like it. Doesn't like it. Doesn't want to say it. Um, no so- zombie for him. <laughs> So then Sean goes home. Um, right, with has, his mom's. Yeah. A cute, cute little scene with his mom. Calls him Pickle. Yeah, it's really sweet. And like, he's like basically being like, how much do you love Philip? Mm-hmm. Like, do you really love, love him? Like he's making a gauge. Like, so he's like, do I just take him out now? He's trying to figure out. But, it's being very British about it is what yeah. it is. Because it's like, um, like... Do you really love him, mom? But like, mom's used to this because it's she's had the like Sean Philip tension the entire time, so she's like they oh, hated each other for again, seventeen years again. Um, so go in to try to like, yeah, all right, he's going to do it. He's going to just bash Philip, but then Philip's not dead yet. Philip's like, what are you doing? Hey, what's happening? And um, also, right now, and Philip's like, I'm just sick, and like they end up having like kind of a sweet, sweetish heart to heart like about life. Meanwhile, Ed has been outside um, because he got rid of the car that they drove over in. Because Philip's got a sweet ass Jag that he's been wanting to drive. Such a dick he's move. So Ed. stupid. So he crashes the other car. And so he's like, oh, all we have left is the Jag. Sorry, gonna drop to drive that. And Philip's like, no, I don't want you to drive it. But Philip is already like bleeding out. Like and he's the, not and doing he gets well. attacked on the way out, gets right. bitten in the neck so bad. Uh, but they just kind of cram in the car and mm-hmm. go around to Liz's. Mm-hmm. Um, and convince, try to convince them to come with them. Right. Uh, which, and th- their apartment do seem to be quite secure. So I think that they probably would have been better off where they were, but they go with Sean. Uh, what because else are you gonna it's do? like, what else are you going to do? Like, yeah. they're like, these zombies might start coming inside and who, what else are we going to do? So they're like, let's get to the Winchester. Um, and, and we get uh, Philip's super sad death speech about how all he wanted was for Sean to look up to him. And mm-hmm. like, he wanted to be a good dad. He says, that's a good boy. And then dies. Yep. 
and Sean starts to cry. Like it's just all just chaos in the car. Like there's music going on. Yeah. And there's like oh, yeah, they, like Ed's been playing too loud of music. And like my only the only fault I had in the film too was right before they got to Liz's too. Is he's like, "What's up, my niggas?" And I was like, "Ed, you didn't have to say that." Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's Ed's that's deal. My, I know that's his deal. Far, he's right? always inappropriate. I was like, "Oh, Ed, he's just scratching his balls." But he's the like, entire yeah, movie. he's like, been like too loud. So he's too loud in the car. Like so, there's like it's very poignant, sweet death scene while he's being like all loud and rowdy up front, and like they're. And they're like, hey, you know, like we're all cramped in this car and like they spin out, though, in the midst of all of this. So and they end up uh, having to abandon the car because Philip turns and, and they don't want to kill him. They just leave him in the car and they're like, he's not himself anymore, mom. This is a great moment. And then turns off the music because it's too loud. And they're like, they're like oh, oh, maybe a little bit. Uh, <laughs> He's still a little bit, Philip. He doesn't want the loud music. Even so as a, as a now zombie. they have to find their way to the Winchester. But of course, uh, there's zombies everywhere. But Sean has a shortcut. It's just straight through a billion back gardens. No problem. So they're hopping through back gardens. and Run like- into the alternate versions of themselves. This is like, like, I went brilliant. I was like mirrored gang with Yvonne. Okay. When are we getting Yvonne's story? Cause I want the movie. I want that movie. Like, like we Yvonne know- of the dead. Yes. Needs to happen. I think it would be from dust to live on. Can we do this? That's what I'm Edgar, saying. Edgar, make it. Edgar, right. We plead you. We plead with you. Sean the Dead too. From Yvonne Dust of the Yvonne. Dead from Dust Till Yvonne. And I, I want it from her perspective. Because she want lived that the so- same day, just something different, right? Like literally the same and then ends up like, I mean, yes, we need it. It ends up being a hero. Yeah. Uh, what would this movie be without Yvonne? That's my question. Nothing. Mm-hmm. So uh, then they have this incredible backyard fight uh, with this gentleman in a robe where there's just, it's just all just them trying to figure it out, which is the fun part. Yeah, like, and how to like, never killed anybody how to before. Figure out, yeah, how to figure out killing a zombie too. So they've got him like impaled by a side of a tree. This is somebody that his mom thought he knew, she knew, and turns out he's a zombie now too. But mom's been acting a little bit weird. She's been very she, strange. Sean found her on the ground. Didn't seem to be too concerned about mm-hmm. that. But, uh, when Sean goes up this goes up a little uh, ladder to look over the fence to see how many zombies are between them and, and the Winchester, Winchester comes back down and lots lots it's like a sea of freaking zombies in between this final fence that they're at and the Winchester but they have one of the you know funniest and greatest solutions to this story uh, is to just be zombies so luckily so they pretend to be zombies they, they do a little a, zombie training they do we, they have a failed actress in their mm-hmm. midst uh, and die and she uh, shows them how to do it vacant with a hint of sadness that's what we're going very for. good, Julia. That's what she says. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it wasn't me. <laughs> yeah, how you said it, it was lovely. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they practice zombies and then go right in and just kind of zombie their way over to the Winchester. And it all seems like they're going to be okay. But the doors are locked. Yeah, because of course they're locked down because, you know, everyone else is trying to be safe and not let zombies come through. And David freaks the freak out and like totally throws like a trash can through the window. Uh, and Ed and Sean get into a big argument, and mm-hmm. this is the first time we ever see Sean like stand up to Ed and just tell him what kind of a monster and like a loser he is, and how. Uh, but at the moment where all of the zombies are now paying attention, so Sean does the noble thing and kind of leads all the zombies away from the window, so everybody else can safely get in. And they hop into the Winchester, and now they're like, "Now what do we do? Now do we do sitting?" In the Winchester. Um, but Barbara finds the flowers, the mm-hmm. two wonderful mum flowers. That were thrown because they had been thrown in a, in a bin. And she's like, oh, I think these are mine. Um, and David, who had never liked Sean anyway, is now kind of seeing at the end of his wits. And he's like, what are we doing here? This is Sean's a moron who doesn't know what he's doing. Why are we following him? And why him? did we follow him? And they're like, well, what else were we going to do? Is kind of everyone's collective answer. And yeah. it's like, well, yeah. 
could stay at home and have been afraid or we've gone on this adventure and, you know. Uh, so Sean returns, mm-hmm. uh, seemingly okay, says he lost them, gave him a slip, no problem, no zombies on the trail. But uh, there happened to be a billion of zombies in the back door, which he doesn't tell everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, but they are able to, uh, the power comes back on. Right. Which, for better or worse, though, and now they're a beacon. <laughs> yes. Because now it's loud because Ed decides he wants to go, like, play, play some video machine. games. And, like, it's got this really loud, like, don't stop me now, like, sequence we have, well, like, yeah, cause coming the up. Yeah, because Duke Bucks comes on. Yeah. Um, and this kind of, you know, amazing sequence, like, let's kill a zombie to don't stop me now. And with pool cues and, and fire just, extinguishers. And darts and, to the head. And, oh, my God. And Sean ends up getting darted in the head in the midst of all this mayhem. Uh, there ends up being a zombie jukebox barbecue sizzle fest uh mm-hmm. which is always fun um and, and barbara and liz have a really nice moment in the midst of all this mayhem she is like letting her know she's like you're really sweet i think you're a lovely girl she gives her her necklace and i was like oh what's wrong with barbara she's kind of twangy right now yeah because it's, it's been a day she, she's been wearing you know from sean's original father forever so you know like something something's you up don't, you don't just give that to someone you just met no but uh, she realizes and she confesses basically that she's been bitten mm-hmm. and has a gnarly bite as well. It's real bad. And she's been covering it up with her little sweater all day. Uh, but we do also find out that the the elusive gun that has been over the bar this entire time, this Winchester uh, that the bar is named after, actually does work. Um, and it is a Winchester 66, which is the same gun they use in Night of the Living Dead, just for fun facts. Nice. Um, and they have 29 shells, one for every year of Sean's life. Uh, and they, it turns into kind of a first-person shooter game for a while, where mm-hmm. you have Sean being directed of where to shoot uh, the zombies. And it's, you know, with this, it's like you have hundreds of zombies. You have mm-hmm. 29 shells. What do you do with that, right? Yeah, what are you going to do? So like, then they're like, okay. a couple of zombies with it, but, but then what? Then they light a circle of fire on the bar, basically, because they've got to, like, figure out, like, where else are they going to go? So they're kind of trapped as through the midst of this. Um, Pete shows up and, like, is zom- as zombified Pete. Right. Um, and they have to kill him mm-hmm. and then mom starts to really freak out. And so we have this, and that's the other, you know, kind of incredible thing about this movie is it, it goes so far in so many directions and hits every note perfectly. You have this incredible gore, which is great. You have this, you know, hilarious comedy. And then you have these moments, these heartfelt moments where just mom's death is heartbreaking. It just, he's the last person Sean. he's already had to kill, like basically kill his stepdad or try to yeah, attempt and to. his flatmate today. and his best friend. Yeah. I'm one of his flatmates. And now, now he's now he's got to kill his mom uh and she does die and david grabs the gun and just immediately wants to kill her like right after she dies mm-hmm. and everybody kind of freaks out at him like what are you doing stop and sean's like don't shoot my mom and so they have this standoff where everybody's mm-hmm. got broken bottles and whatnot and david just such a just such such a jerk <laughs> he's, he's just, not great but he's also like you got to remember like they're all in survival mode at this right. point and he's in love with liz and the only person he can't stand is sean so anything that's happening to sean he doesn't give a shit about right because he he's clearly he in love better. with his girlfriend yeah. and like even though he doesn't love his, his girlfriend and this is where we get like the confession of everybody too we're like okay this is when his girlfriend dies like yeah i know i'm sloppy seconds like i know you always wanted liz that's your friends with me and you started dating me because you couldn't get her and i get that it's like, fine. She's already over it. Yeah, like, she's like, I'm surrendered to it. Like, I still love you. Like, it's fine. And he's not He's not okay with that. So mm-hmm. uh, eventually, uh, Sean does uh, 
shoot his mom. Has to shoot his right. mom. She comes back and right. he decides to do it himself. Um, and so we get there's this kind of fight, and David grabs the gun. He clicks the gun to shoot Sean, no mm-hmm. bullets, and realizes what he's done and realizes he has to leave because he's turned from a pacifist to someone who's going to murder someone. Right. So he oh, throws himself basically to these zombies, like through a window. Yeah. The zombies kind of crash through and grab him mm-hmm. and get this like gut tastic, amazing yep. zombie rip apart. Intestines, All intestines, intestines. Arms and legs pulled off. Liz grabs a leg and just in panic mode runs out into the zombie horde and uh lets the flood of zombies in so this is when we set the bar on fire basically yeah. and then there now we've got the, the like our final little like three like we've got ed basically now because diana's jumped into the, the horde trying to go get david after him and she's consumed basically by all this too and so we've got um sean liz and ed basically behind this bar and they have a molotov cocktail fail and so they uh, they end up going down into the cellar through the bet yeah through the back of the bar there's a cellar to get into um and sean you know breaking down and saying like he's fucked everything up and liz sorry says, I brought you guys here you did something that's what counts right so, so that's, all, like, she all, that's all she wanted and so he made a move he, d- he made a decisive move uh, and now they make a suicide pack basically yep. too because ed is not looking good he's, he's gotten like, bitten he's, he's like i'll be eaten it's fine they have two shells left you know who can who's going to do it first that kind of conversation uh they have a final cigarette and when the light lighters see the the button that will push them up from the barrel hatch into the street right. um and leave ed you leave Ed behind. They leave Ed behind and Liz and Sean are like the final couple now. Um, and the, I love, you know, and this movie kept me guessing the whole time because even at this point, I'm like, okay, I was like, oh, they're going to c- commit suicide. I'm kind of cool with that mm-hmm. ending. And then we get to the, the, when they get up into the top of the street and then the army kind of comes in. Yeah, you got this military and then I'm like, look. Are they just going to shoot them because they look like every other that's zombie? That's what I thought too. I was like, that's what I was like. They're going to have mistaken shot. They're going to be dead. And I was like, I'd be cool with that. Yeah. Because that'd be a kind of a very Romero ending, honestly. Right. And they've got, um, yeah, they've got access and chains in their hands but like, you know who's the fucking hero Yvonne <laughs> came back for Sean specifically because yeah. she t- he told her that they were going to be at the Winchester because he had told her, her pl- his plan um, and so then we get six months on from Z-Day and we get the, the horrible British uh, trash television that is now eating up zombies yep. as content and zombie TV edit and this is great so we're flipping through the channels going between like zombie like TV shows like it's like um, zombie warrior or whatever like and like just ridiculous television uh, their zombie aid is coming up and whatnot people uh, in love with zombies yeah. and dealing with it. And we see uh, Noel, we see Rafe Spall, now zombies are in the service industry, so mm-hmm. they're using them as cashiers and bag boys and whatnot. Mm-hmm. We get the double yawn Sean fake out. Uh, and now we come back to nice uh, Sean and Liz in their flat. But now the flat's real nice and it's all clean. clean. It doesn't look like it did before at all. Um, but then he's like, hey, they're getting ready for their day. He's like, actually, I'm going to stop by the shed real quick. And you're like, What's in the shed? It's Ed. Ed's in the shed. And so they have... He's a zombie now and he's just chained up playing video games. Yeah. He's kind of... Ed's living the same life he was before, honestly. He was already a zombie. Yeah. That was the deal. Yeah. Never really had a character arc. He was the same as he started out as. Um, So, again, I think this movie is a perfect film. So we'll just get right into movie ratings. Uh, One, if you're desperate. Two, barely qualifies as a horror film. Three, seen worse, seen better. Four, not too shabby. Five, fantastic oracle. It is a five, fantastic oracle from Julia. It's a five, fantastic oracle from Terry as well. This is another all-around five. five. I'm adding it to the list. Uh, you want to do our gore factor? Well, we know yeah. it's a five, but we've... 
Not enough blood to fill a Dixie cup, puddle of blood. <laughs> I, I, it's all right. There might be some champagne in there. Enough oh, blood to gross out the average viewer. Bathtub of blood. You know, run for the barf bag. Uh, we ran for the barf bag. It's yeah. wonderful, but also not because we wanted to stay and watch because it was so delightful. Edgar and Simon, thank you so much for making such an incredible film. You guys, it's your friendship that really sparks this uh, movie. And like, you can tell that you just had fun together writing it, it and love. making it. It is. That's really what it is. It is just a love. Like when you call it a romance, it is a romance to horror. It is a romance because of the relationships. It's a romance because of like the, the connection that everybody has. Mm -hmm. I love it. Uh, so next week, uh, we've going from a Romero tribute to an actual Romero film, a lesser known Romero film, Mm -hmm. uh, 1973 season of the witch, witchy, witchy woman. Yeah. Let's do that. I'm very excited to talk to you about this because this is a, this was a first watch for me. Um, I hadn't seen it. So Okay. I love it when it's a first watch for both of us. That's very exciting. Well, this last week was one we both seen, kind of. I didn't see all of it, sorry. Um, But I'm happy that we got to see it together and talk about this. And I can't wait to talk with you about the next one. Great. And we will see you next week. Please check out our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Patreon. Patreon.com slash Horror Movie Survival Guide. All sorts of great bonusy stuff. And Mm -hmm. uh, we will see you next week for Season of the Witch. Yeah, let's do it.